Welcome, welcome to the Ball and All World Cup Edition, Episode 2. You got myself, Marvin. Got MK, Manas. No filter, Ben. And this week we're going to be talking about the quarterfinals and looking ahead to the semi-finals. So we'll start with the first game, Uruguay-France. Manash, you want to kick us off on that one? That, that, I thought that game was a game of two goalkeepers, really. I was like, both teams worked hard. They did the thing in, like, in, in between, but came down to the Uruguay keeper messing up and Luis doing a wonderful save, keeping France like, ahead and stuff, so... That for me is where it came to, but there was still a lot of you, good things. You, you've in missed one key thing out. I don't know how you missed it. <laughs> the courageous Cavani, he was oh, missing. He was him missing. They had to change the formation. We did have Stuani in there with yeah, him instead. The, the wasn't formation doing... wasn't the same as before. They had to Stuani switch things used, up. Um, he used to play Middlesbrough, right? It was somewhere. Like, I was trying to remember when like the game yeah. was on. It, yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. changed everything. Like you could. Yeah, no, that, def- that definitely did. That definitely did change things. But I still don't think. They had enough. Uh, even with Cavani there, I don't think they would have beaten front. I think they would have because if you realize that the the second goal was a mistake by the goalkeeper, mm-hmm. and the first goal was just a a great run by Varane. If not that defender was, he thought he was heading it. <laughs> <laughs> just got in front of him. There's no way he would have saw that coming. And, the and after itself, that, the free kick itself. Yeah, that was a good good delivery by uh, Griezmann. Mm-hmm. Good flick mm-hmm. on header. And then, yeah, goalkeeper mistake. But about that, they were doing their job, like their defensive job, and then that random second goal. But if I think if Cavani came, it would have been but more it, of a but, contest. But kind of as I was saying, it was just a thing of two teams kind of evenly matched, both of them not really doing much. But then... I don't think they were evenly matched. And for me, one thing that I noticed, I thought Uruguay did, I thought they took the Colombia route, they just did it better. Mm. They were trying to disrupt the game, they were fouling. Yeah, it just weren't as obvious. It just wasn't as obvious as so I don't think it was two teams playing their best. I think it was one team going to stop another team from playing. Which again I think was directly related to the fact that they're like, yo, we need to stop them from playing, maybe snatch a goal. Hopefully Suarez does that. his thing. And it didn't come out for them. But that has actually been surprising. This World Cup, Uruguay haven't been as dirty as they normally are. That's what I'm saying. That was the first game I really... I mean, there's been bits and pieces, but that's the first game I really noticed that it was continuous. Their attack hasn't been... I don't know. I I, I just... Obviously, people saying they're liking it to Atletico Madrid. But clearly it shows... How many... They've only conceded one goal, is it? Or two goals this no. this whole year. Yeah, but before this game, oh, before the game, this whole year they've only conceded one. I think yeah. it's Portugal. If not, before, then before two. This game, yeah. yeah. So it, it's just one of them ones where I thought even without Cavani, where they had to change a few things, they still tried to do that. But France managed to get that goal, which mm. was I'm guessing weird for them because they're not they're not used to that. No, no. And then they're missing the guy that's obviously like you said being their standout player. That was a big miss for them, I think. And, and true say without that without that goalkeeper mistake it's just a 1-0 mm-hmm. game and they still were kind of solid but that's what I'm saying it's like one bit of brilliance and then what else happened after because Marvellous Mbappe tried and do you know um, what I mean it yeah. wasn't what do you, what, overall what do you think about France's performance I think it was okay it, they do they did what France do but at the same time that little bit of brilliance with the header and Griezmann doing what he does that random shot the goalkeeper is good for them because it, it, like England it builds a bit of confidence so with this one, it's just that little bit more they've done over a team that doesn't concede to get two, make the, that goalkeeper make mistake, make a mistake. 
I mean, you give them credit. Ah, but they didn't really make him make that mistake, though, did they? It like, didn't, but like, I mean, it's not like they were crowded in the box. That was that came out of nowhere. Like, then you wonder how he, he didn't save that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do, I do. Just like what's his name, Carius. <laughs> it was exactly like Carius. He, he just fumbled the ball into the net. What's going on? Anyone check see if Ramos like headbutted him before? He had no or something. <laughs> For me, I felt that France before the goal, and again that was a set piece. I think they struggled to we, like last week we talked about how France are just going through the gears as they need to be. I think they struggled to take it to that next gear to beat Uruguay. So is that then? Can they take it to the next level up? Like because they'll need to against I Belgium. Think, the personally, Belgium I think they can because. It was Uruguay. Like I was saying, the defensive record speaks for itself. Yeah, that's a good So point. then to still get those goals and when also like the first half was like almost end to end. Like France yeah, 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 making yeah, chances like you never back. know. You know, it's gonna it's gonna come to France and you know, so to get that goal on their side was some brilliant You say France were making chances, but like deep into the first half they'd had five shots and none were on target. True. But then it's Uruguay. <laughs> so yeah, that little bit brilliant. So I'm thinking with these other teams that have been more open, like Belgium or whoever's left in the tournament as it is now yeah, I'd assume yeah, they'll get better yeah, chances yeah. than that although they're not coming up against a bad defence in Belgium oh. speaking of Belgium Belgium versus Brazil that in my in the World Cup predictor thing I've been doing I was one of the only <laughs> ones that actually predicted Belgium and I'm glad, <laughs> I, glad I did because I knew I kind yeah. of knew I, I, tell this truthfully speaking I thought Brazil were I, Predicted they'd go out against Mexico, they didn't, so now I'm kind of glad they went out <laughs> But in that game, Belgium, they're amazing. They <clears throat> you had the Lukaku run, uh, did that, he did the run to set up for De Bruyne. He basically uh, ran the length of the pitch. Yeah. Sorry, but who gave that, who nodded that ball down to him, though? <laughs> we'll get to that later, we'll get to that later, but Lukaku's run was sick. But yeah, no, the Belgian team seemed to all pull together and they have seemed to have clicked. Especially, I don't know if it was the Japan game was a wake-up call for them. And they realised how close they were to going out, that now they've woken up and been like, now we're, we're going to play, we're going to do this thing properly. And now they've turned up. I think, yeah, I don't know if we're getting to one thing that I want to bring up before we talk about the certain players we're going to talk about, because I think it feeds into it. Um, I think a lot of credit has to go to Martinez, because he'd done something that not many managers in a World Cup would do, which is he changed his starting lineup. And he wasn't forced to. So he brought, against Japan, he brought Fellaini and Chadley on. And they did well. Even Fellaini in the England game. Fellaini performed in the England game, but it didn't really mean nothing. Brought Fellaini and Chadley on against Japan. And they turned the game around. So what does he do? He starts them for the Brazil game. And then look what happened. Yeah. Most other managers will go straight back to their starting eleven. Um, he's not afraid to change it up. And he's not afraid to put the people in there that have deserved it. And that and was that was a masterclass because that meant De Bruyne went more further forward, which is where everybody's saying he should have been playing. So. Exactly. And he wasn't too rigid in what he was doing. I know he's not very popular in Belgium and stuff like that. Like that Japan game, I'm sure they were ready to cruise fine or whatever. But again, like Chadley, Chadley as well, obviously he got the winning goal. But um, Fellaini, yeah. And he brought Fellaini in from the start for that Brazil game. And you saw that what he did against Japan wasn't a fluke. And what he did against England wasn't a fluke, or it wasn't because the game didn't mean nothing. He's, uh, he, you know, he's been playing out of his skin. Oh, that, that you could give that to Martinez, but you have to give credit where it's due to the man himself, Felendino. Felendino, Fele. the Afro wonder, <laughs> mop head. No, but you you have to give it to him because the England game was like a little tester, and yeah, yeah. he bossed that game. 
Like he looked like he knew he was doing. He, I mean, he's not when you watch him play. It doesn't look like a standard footballer where you know, you know, you know what he's doing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. when he does what he does, it's special to him. There's got to be a point when you got to be like, he's doing what he's doing on purpose. Like he knows what he's doing. He can't go out and give that same performance every time. And you're just like, nah, he's just running around. I will give a reacting. little <laughs> on the other side. Obviously, you guys know I don't really, I don't like Fellaini one bit, but. Yes, he Except when he scores and you're celebrating. Obviously, you're going to celebrate. If he scores for Man United, I'm going to celebrate. Yeah, but, but you can't hate the guy after. Yes, I can. <laughs> Alright, finish your point. <laughs> yes, he gave Polinio, who he's gone back to China now, <laughs> gave him and uh, Fernandinho a runaround, but Brazil were missing Casemiro. And I think he would have probably dealt with them better. better dealt with Fellini better than these two did. So they, I think they missed him. But yes, Fellini did have a good game. He did help control it. And... I think it was more a case of because Blaney was there it allowed De Bruyne to go forward and then the front three De Bruyne uh, Hazard and Lukaku they ran it so they basically allowed them to allowed the Belgium to play a certain way where they where those guys did the yeah but now but at the same time you're going to ifs and buts we're going to what happened which in this case <laughs> Fellaini coming into that position is the first he's done it has allowed De Bruyne to do what De Bruyne does yeah, go up, yeah. because even then and it was just it was, it was just team. those two goals but they did what they needed to do to go through. The goal by De Bruyne was sublime. That's true. But yeah. in, in that game, Brazil did have 27 shots, you know. Versus, they did, they tried. They tried. Yeah. But then we go to the other character, Neymar. He, this whole tournament, I've always liked Neymar, but now I'm drawing back because like Ronaldo or one of these other bigger players, Messi, they show up for their team. Neymar this time, it seems he was, I think in that game, yeah, he, he dived. And the referee actually gestured, dived, but didn't give a yellow card or anything, yeah, but I was like, wrong, it was, wrong. he's been doing that a lot, you know, the play acting, I tried to say you were, you know, going in on him before, Neymar, but you're not, well, before, before, this, before, before, this, yeah. before this game, he was what, he's, he's, been, been, he's been on the floor for 14, 14 minutes. minutes, but that's what I mean, he, it looks like he, he, he wasn't playing for the team, he was trying to get someone to do something to him, instead of just doing yeah, what he does, yeah. and you know, you can't really expect a player for that. No, and which, uh, which also brings on, because obviously you see, he did, have a he did have a penalty turned down. He did have a Stone Cold penalty turned down when the company slid in on him. And was that him or was that that was that was Jesus? That was Jesus. That was Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. And that was definitely a penalty. No, I, you know what? I don't think so. What kind of crap? No, is no, 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 no. Did you? No, if, 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 no. Don't say if, if I watch. I no, watch all angles. Watch, watch it again. I watched all angles. Jesus. Did, like he didn't have control of the ball. The ball was going out of play already. But no, no, the question is, you need to be. Hold on, the question. He would never go. If if a company did not slide down, Malas, is it a foul? Is it a foul? He didn't have control of the ball, so but no. Is it a foul? So slide a player. He didn't have control of the, the ball. The ball was going out, so you can't. Get, no, that's not a penalty. No, but then that's it's not like, a penalty. If a player's not in control of a ball, that's no. Not it's, it's, for me, there's two, there's two options. No. There's two no, options. Can, can you go not get like a free kick in there for a foul? Was that? But that's what players. It's not a penalty. It's not a penalty. It's not a penalty. I've seen that many It's not a penalty. The ball was going out of play anyway, and then. Yeah, there's a connection, but it was the ball. He lost control of the didn't ball. Have to talk it's not How many times have you seen a player kick the ball away and get a draw foul? It's like, happened that many times. Away. That's not for me. It's not a penalty anyway. It's not a penalty. You haven't given me any good reason. Because he my question now is: okay, it was not a penalty. Is it a foul? Because then you can still get a free kick in the box. That's not to be a penalty. Gave the right decision. Goal kick. I think that the referee's decision was coloured by what Neymar had been doing. Because then there was what? I think there were two for Neymar and that one for Jesus. There were two penalty shots for Neymar, one for Jesus. And I think because that first one was just so blatantly obvious, like even with VAR, 
it, as soon as there's any doubt, they're not going to get the benefit of the doubt. Because at the end of the day, like you got VAR, but it still comes down to a subjective human decision. And then, uh, yeah, that's true. But I just think it's not. That was not a penalty. Referee gave the right decision. VAR didn't even look and at it. Like I say, we think it is. You think it's not. That means it's fifty-fifty, so it can go either way. So. Well, to, for most most of the stuff I've seen online in general, most people thought it was a penalty. What did they know? Clearly, <laughs> 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 quite a few people into But anyway, let's not miss out. Um, what's his name? Um, Lukaku as well. Lukaku, uh, yeah. Because he, he, I mean, I mean, he didn't do anything extra special, but that goal. He, he, you know what I mean like before last week we mentioned how inexperienced the team is but I mean they still managed to do this against a team like Brazil which like you said how many shots they've had like they attack a lot mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I mean they're not scared to attack and that was the other thing you're saying Brazil had 27 shots but not many of them were of note not many of them were like alright so like I think there was that last the last well, minute one that, anyway, uh, yeah, T- T1 the at bar. the end Neymar yeah that shot yeah that yeah, yeah great but save. That, that's, so that's that's one shot and 26 that were <laughs> I mean like I said there were a couple of good ones but the majority of those 27 shots were not they were not troubling um, like I said last week I, I respected this Brazil team because they still had their flair but then they also had the grit they need to see through our games as I said, maybe they need to have a little more flair <laughs> as I said last week they're not the 2002 team the 2002 team would have got, they would, they would have got past this. But no, back, back. I think the 2002 team would have at least drawn it up, though. They probably, probably would have got that last minute goal. I, I, who's their, their manager now? Brazil. Because no. um, he. Tite. Yeah. Whoever it is, he. I mean, come on. He left Douglas Costa on the bench. Why does he keep doing that? That, that yeah, I don't understand that. Because um, that. Anyway, I mean, yeah. this one guy I've always rated for a while. He puts in the work. William is good as well. But certain things. Another question. Yesus, why does he keep starting Yesus? I don't understand that. That's his son, bro. Apparently, yeah, he's got a very good relationship. They said Neymar. Neymar has a good relationship with Yesus. That's why he keeps him on because Neymar is a star. But I watched Yesus. I like Yesus, but then I watch him like no. Drop off and pull Firmino because he'll bring you something different. Because. You know Billions what I mean? Chief, Billions been one of their chief guys in helping yeah. create goals, and you took him off at half time. If anything, if anything, yeah. I'd have brought I had Douglas Costa, William, and then Neymar as a striker. Mm. That's another option. But you've put Neymar, the guy who's supposed to be scoring freely on the wing, and you've got someone that doesn't always score up top. For Actually, me, it was just taking William off was just the mistake. You're yeah. taking him off now; he can't do anything. He's out of the game. Now back back to uh, Lukaku's. Uh, Contribution to mm. Belgium. Mm-hmm. He's actually he's not been scoring goals. They've dried up recently. Yeah, so I can't remember what was the last game he scored in. The last game he scored in would have been uh, what was it? The like second in the game. Group, in the group the stages, second game yeah. in the group stage. So he hasn't scored since then, but he has been involved in a lot of stuff they do. Yeah. And it's even like the the goal against Japan, the, the winner. He should have been given assist for that dummy. It really that dummy been. was beautiful. That was. It's worth an assist. I thought, even get it. I thought he missed it when before they before they showed <sighs> the video. Like, I, I, I don't but know. You got that, and then you got the run. He's working half of the team. He's bringing people in. You can even look out out of the the Belgian front three. Hazard to me hasn't had the great World Cup. I don't think he's been that good. Amazing, but I, amazing. But I'll defend him on that because, and I like him to one of our guys, Sterling. I think he's doing the same job. He's doing his job, what he's been told to do, which is do whatever he's doing on the side, helping where he does. He, there has been no goals for it, shoots and does that kind of 
Oh, yeah. game, has that kind of game about him, but in this World Cup, he, he's doing the same thing. So you think he's sacrificing? Yeah, well, no, I, yeah I don't think he's been. Terrible. He's been told to exactly. Yeah, he's, but, he's not been terrible, but, but he's not. Has this held to a higher? Yeah, but what has he? What have you seen him do wrong? That's no, the no, 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 that's the thing. I've just not seen him go. I'm not saying to that because they told him not to do that. I've not seen him work out status where he just. But like I was saying, they've made it look. If the way Martins has set up the team makes Hazard a team player, because if you watch Chelsea, Chelsea can play crap and then. Hazard is the one that makes it Something in this one yeah. they've told him to play that way similar to Sterling you've been told to do a certain thing it doesn't always have to be about you and I mean so far it's worked so I'll defend Hazard on that to be honest yeah I can't fault like there's not there's nothing alright the because that's why I said like if you can't pick out what he's done wrong then yeah yeah he's yeah, doing yeah, his yeah, job fine. I mean the Belgian team as a whole like the defence like I don't I, like I feel like company's only getting company's not getting a place of merit he's getting a place of uh, I don't think company should be starting for them Aside from that, I can't see them. They haven't done much wrong. But he didn't get them that fluke goal. It wasn't. Yeah, it was they, a, yeah, he got a fluke. Oh, it hit his head and then goal. one goal. Yeah, but I mean, if he, he had... Did it touch him? Yeah, it did. It hit him and it went back. Then they hit two Brazilian guys on the roof. No, just yeah. one. I said, I said it hit yeah, two. That, that, that changed the direction. Yeah, but... I'm saying if he wasn't there, it wouldn't have happened. Then somebody else could have done it. <laughs> no one would have done it. No one else was up top with that big square head of his. Yeah, but I, I'm just saying, no, no, he... I, I thought, why is he playing? Because I've never seen him, but... I feel defensively how many he times, hasn't been... Fair enough, in defence, but... How many times have we seen company pull out that kind of a goal? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that wasn't, like, his typical goal, but like, that threat helps. And again, the defence hasn't been leaky or nothing. I just feel like it's wobbled a little bit of time and they've managed to, like, they've managed to bring it back. Mm-hmm. Like, Japan, as, a, as, a, as, a, as an example, but at well, that time, it didn't come to, to some kind of ease, but... I can't say there's not much that Belgium have done wrong, uh, like looking at individual players and looking at the team as a whole. Mm. And like I say, yeah, I think uh, I think there does need to be a good bit of credit given to Martinez on that one. Right. Um, the players are there, but you've got to have somebody that knows what they're doing with them. Let's jump ahead to Russia and Croatia. We'll come to Sweden and England afterwards. Russia and Croatia, uh, a bit of a dead game. So let's just touch on it quickly. I, I, Any I, thoughts? You say dead, but I think it, it was... I think it was what I expected personally, because Russia, well, I call them did rebellious Russia. <laughs> Not a dead game, but I expected it to be where a, a case where Croatia would just go through. If not, Russia would always be there, like right next to it. So mm-hmm. exactly how I panned out. Maybe the second half was boring, but Russia scoring that brilliant goal. That goal was amazing. Yeah, yeah. you've yeah. seen it. Like, yeah, it was amazing. Russia have been rebellious in this whole. Competition. We didn't. No, I don't think many people expected them to come this far. No, no, not at all. So, at all. similarly, like seeing that goal, which I, I said before is brilliant. You, you saw a look at Croatia and say, "This is what Croatia has been in the last two games of this. They've been, they haven't been the Croatia that yeah. started the tournament." Yeah, 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 yeah. They haven't been. They haven't. From, they haven't. from last week, actually, I was saying that uh, Croatia were the best. For me, they were the best team up to mm-hmm. then, and then they've had two crap games. Yeah, in the group stages, they were but the best team. With, with uh, what I could say about with Russia, though, at the end of the day, they've number one, they're the home nation, so they had to. Everyone said they were going to go out in group stages. They've stepped up. Number mm-hmm. two, mm-hmm. and then number two, they run out of drugs as well, isn't it? So, for me, I just I don't think Croatia like I don't think Croatia have enough. I would say belief in themselves to let loose on the team, like because like I think on Croatia's day. Well, you know, if Croatia, every player playing 10 out of 10, they could run rings around the Russian team. 
Like, you know, they do have the, the long extra... I don't think they trust themselves to just go out there and be like, boom, let's just overrun these guys. They play a cautious game. Yeah, they, they play a very cautious they game. They definitely do, but do you not think extra time, like, playing second extra time in as many, like, in as many games tied them up? Quite a lot of players like uh, Mandzukic yeah, pretty much the fact that they played the extra time in that first game the yeah, fact that they played the extra time in that first, first game, game from playing that cautious game and now they've gone out and done the same thing again and you know they've brought it on themselves really that's true and I think yeah I think maybe they've hit their maybe um, like I say either they don't believe themselves or unlike France they are playing as high as they can play now so they're kind of struggling to keep it together we'll see what happens in the next game but and that next game would be against England, who played Sweden. Um, obviously, 2-0, England, semi-final, Gareth Southgate's the king and all that. But uh, what did you genuinely think of the game? Objective? From this game, I... England did enough, because Sweden didn't really... They had, they had ch- Sweden did have chances, but... I don't think they were never. They were never going to be a match. I think that was just a country that had got to the level that they needed to, and that was it. So, yeah, that was basically it. They've got to the level. That was it. But in terms of with England and their play, just kind of, I'm a, bit, a little bit disappointed that now they've just lack of goals from open play. It's all set pieces, like another goal from Maguire from a corner. Like yeah, we had the goal from Deli Ali. Shall I tell you something? Do you know? Do you know who you sound like? Mm. You sound like our guy from last week. Boring Roy Keane no. You're complaining that when, I know what you mean But England scored two goals Come on No, no, but, no obviously cause look, Two goals None conceded You have to no, give them bro, their, that No Sweden team, is, like, You saw that Sweden-Switzerland game That game was poor Sweden Like they just I, Look I'm not, I'm not defending England This by far wasn't there, It was nowhere close to one of their best games But They did what they had to do I don't think Yeah, they, don't, We said in the whole tournament, they've been the best at set pieces. They scored a set piece. And every top that set team, that thing yeah. going off. Every top team Sterling, games that they just Sterling, Kane, they all had a few decent chances. They didn't put it away. Yeah. But how bad is this that eight out of ten of England's goals in this World Cup have come from set pieces? But on the right. flip side, what's wrong with set pieces? But no, that's that's if you've got that in your locker, when they start chance. banging in them goals, you've got. Well, to many actually, to get is, it, is it a lack of playing chances or is it lack of play just finishing? You could say, I think it's finishing because you said training chances and we'll get to some one of the guys in the game, Henderson. Henderson's been playing sideways, you know, and people have been, you know, trying to hype him up and we haven't. We thought he's been basic. This game, he was doing a few good, but he did some Pogba-esque passes. Raheem Sterling's chance no, that was that, from Henderson. That, I, I, thought, I actually rate, rate Henderson, but not Pogba passes. Man. No, no, no. It was it was from deep. Pogba esque. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was from deep, and it went over everyone. Raheem run to the ball like Mbappe would. From no, Pogba. that was a good ball. That was. And all you had to do is slot it in. That was a good ball. So like yeah. that game, he had those chances. This is about finishing. It's about being clinical. It didn't happen, but then you can rely on your set pieces, and it did. And it worked. On the flip side, you're saying, oh, eight out of ten to come out of set plays. But on the other side, you could look at it and be like, "Yo, England are really strong at set plays." No, no, no. And it's, it's, it's and then, then, look, look, look you've got the, the you've option. got the, you've got the two options there. You've got your set play from the first. The second goal was open play. Yeah. Ball went to Lingard. Lingard just spoiled Ali. Gave it a brilliant no, no, cross. It was, it, 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 it definitely. I'm just. I don't know. I'm not being. I know I'm on the hype of it's coming home it's and everything like football, that, but yeah, yeah it's, it's not. Football. I don't know. It doesn't have to be. Championship. Yeah, no, 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 like, like, if you're gonna win it, they're not champions. They're inexperienced kids, and they're getting it. 
That's true. That's how we have to see. Maybe they're getting a bit too hyped and I'm expecting a lot more from them. And when you're in a game when you can't get through and you can't play like it could be against Croatia, you're always going to get a chance to get a set piece. So if you can't get through a defence, the set piece, if you're that strong at set pieces, is always going to give you a better chance than open play. So the fact that they've got, that's what I'm saying, the fact, like you're saying, you can look at it both ways. Yeah, they're not scoring from open play. On the other side... You know, we're looking at eighty percent, eighty percent from set pieces, and I don't know how many yeah, of the set pieces they've converted. No, definitely, the there definitely is now a fair factor of other teams when they play England. They know that set pieces yeah, 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 is dangerous, so that is a factor in. And to be honest, like to give it to them, Maguire he scored, uh, mm, Stones has scored as well. <laughs> <laughs> Can't miss a corner. <laughs> well, Guess that's why he's in the team then. <laughs> but yeah, I think um yeah, I think like like Ben saying, like eight out of ten goals yeah, it's on both sides. Eight out of ten goals have been from set pieces. But at some point it's got a drop and those open play goals start coming. You scoop them up with the set pieces, then you're nice. Who was your man of match in that game? <laughs> um I would give it to for me, again, yeah, I'd say it'd be Pickford or Sterling. I'll give it to Pickford because Pickford made those saves. Sterling mm-hmm. missed those chances. Sterling still had a great game. I'll give him a 7, 8 out of 10. But Pickford, you know, like they say, you know, it's the old cliche, like, that's just as important as a goal at the other end. That's the crazy thing, actually, because where, yeah, tennis, I think Pickford slightly gets it. But, um, well, we're here talking about it was kind of an easy game for England, but then Pickford did make some crucial saves. So... He get and he kept. Was it when uh, when England were one 0 up the beginning of the second half? Yeah, that yeah, cross yeah, came yeah. in the header, and it was a great save that he did. That was like uh, reminded me of. Um, was that one 0 up or two 0 Yeah, it's right back one 0 where he just reached for it. And uh, that uh, Berg one when he was like when Berg was like right in the middle of the penalty area and he, he turned took that snapshot. Like I'll give it to people. Like I couldn't pick out anyone else. I mean the goals were okay, but yeah, but apart anyone that did he kept a clean sheet. That's one. Yeah, and that was all first him. First one in the competition. And then, as well. I mean, one of your defenders got a goal, so it had to go to defence somewhere. But I couldn't give it to Maguire. I'll give it to Pickford. What, what do you guys think of the reaction to Sterling in the media? Obviously, the there's some sort of a U-turn, right? Yeah, yeah. The some sort of I don't know why. I think it's just because people have been calling it out as BS. Why are you just hounding this guy for little things he does? But then, yeah. so then now I think what they're trying to do is switch it from because it went from the media just slating him for anything yeah. to he hasn't scored a goal, he's missed a chance, mm-hmm. he's not doing enough. And now it's oh, if he can score a goal, then it will all come good. But That's also, the story. No, also, seeing. I've been seeing a lot of people actually now noticing what, what he, he actually has, does, does for the team, what, yeah, what he does, making and how the spaces, he sacrifices running himself. back, and that. Yeah, I would say the people that don't like him, like not talking media wise. I'm talking the people that are always there talking about how he should be dropped and Rashford should be brought in. Most of them, either they're just parroting what they've heard or they don't know anything about football. Because you cannot know about football and all the different facets of a game and all the different things that a player has to do. And still, like, at the very least, at the very least, you should be saying he's doing okay. And that's at the very least. He's not been doing terrible. Mm. There's no way in there you can say he's been doing terrible. Yeah, and definitely not. In terms of, all right, I know Lingard's got a goal to his name. I know Addy's got a goal to his name. And, you know, a lot of people at the end of the day, that'll be the argument. Oh, they've scored goals. Aside from that, in every other area, he's outperformed them. When it's against Sweden, I think, I actually think Sterling, um, not Sterling, Deli Ali and Lingard had, I know 
Blah. Lingard set up Ali and yeah, Ali yeah, scored. Yeah, but that was one. But I thought both of them had quiet games. And to be honest, I think Deli Ali's had a. I don't know if it's the injury or not, but I don't think he's had a great tournament. Yeah, I do think that if there is anyone to change at that England starting lineup, it's Ali. He mm. needs to come off and sort and love to cheat probably come gets comes on in his yeah, place. Yeah, let's move it back to Sterling. In, in in regards to Sterling, it's it's a case where. It, it, well, we've heard the same before. We're, we're not bowlers, we're observers. And in this case, when people have said that Sterling isn't good enough, they're just seeing the chances he's missed mm-hmm. and assuming, yeah, he's not good enough because he hasn't put away a chance. If it was Rashford in that position, he'd put away. They're not seeing these runs going. He may not. I don't think he would. I would I have, put those in those positions, I would have put Vardy there, but at the same time, like you're saying, with the runs and that he makes, those players may not be equipped to be doing that. So. They're not seeing that. They're just seeing that one moment. It's like, oh, we could have been 1-0 up because of... Watching highlights. Exactly. Yeah. And so, my thing is, like, sure, he missed chances, but he made those chances himself. He managed true. to get into those so, positions exactly. for those chances. Like, say, Vardy probably could have finished those chances. Would he have got into those positions for those chances? I don't know. Rashford, I don't think he would have finished those chances. But, um, yeah, I don't know. There seems to be a U-turn. And I think, like, last point, that it's uh, a little bit on... Like I said, every time you hear pundits now talking about Sterling, they kind of always preface it with, I know he gets a lot of stick in the media, but... So they have kind of been highlighting that the, the media have kind of been unfair to him. Yeah. And maybe the media picked up on that, because now you've got the likes of, like, say, Frank Lampard, your Danny Murphys, your, um, you know, anybody yeah. else... They're all saying like, yeah, the media are kind of talking rubbish because this is what he does, and you know you can't argue with your golden boys, isn't it? Then you got the flip, you got you had all of that, but then you do get the flip side. Like footballers like Vinnie Jones saying, if selling down our pace, you'd be playing for Exeter. Yeah, but so then, you got flip side, but he's um, Vinnie Jones. Uh, Vinnie Jones wouldn't be a professional in today's game. Yeah, so. if, if Vinnie Jones' point of view is null and void to me. I wouldn't. I'm just even, saying, I wouldn't even Jones, comment on that at all. If Vinnie Jones couldn't take a player out, he wouldn't even have been in football. Like. Like if Vinnie, Vinnie Jones would not be a professional today. Let's not talk about Vinnie but Jones. Anyway, He's a, he wouldn't be. But yeah, I don't even want to acknowledge him at all, man. But pace is a big part of a lot of players' games. Like it's his strongest part. But anyway, anyway, stick to those bit part yeah. films he's been doing. <laughs> Has he done anything since Lost Up? No, that's why he's trying to come out. No one cares. <laughs> what are you talking about, brother? He was an X Men. He was the Juggernaut. Ah, oh, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> um, all right, so we'll call that as the end of the first half. When we come back, we will look forward to the semi-final games. Okay, so now we're kicking off the second half, looking forward to the semi-finals. And uh, the first point I just want to make on that is a little stat that I saw the other day is this is the first semi-final since the World Cup began that Argentina, Brazil or Germany won't be a part of. Wow. Since it started. Since it started. The only, yeah, one of those teams has been in it since it started. Um, like, Germany didn't make it in, like, 1930 because they chose not to participate because, mm. you know, World War One or something, I don't know. <laughs> Hitler went, Hitler went But average. Argentina won that 1931. Uh, no, that was the one Uruguay won. 1930. Yeah, 1930, first one, didn't it? Uruguay, Uruguay, Argentina versus each other in the final, I believe. But um, I know we were talking earlier, and maybe we touch a little bit on it. Do we feel uh, it's a it's a European Championship basically final? Um, is there a reason South America have underperformed so much? Is there a reason no other continent is uh, is not present? Well, for me, I do think it's um, well. It's evident that 
even look at, looking at well with the European teams that made it there, but then with the other with the other teams that have even tried to make it close or whatnot, all pretty much everyone plays in Europe. So I've, for me, I think there's, it's a whole issue on resources, where I think certain European countries have more resources and. I don't know, maybe also, actually, a lot of the teams that are there, like France, you've got Belgium, England, they've all kind of got a golden generation at the moment, actually. So, actually, I think I'd most likely go towards that than resources. <laughs> I love it because <laughs> I knew resources would be retracted. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to, I had to. I just no, just know, it's just the, batch, yeah. the bunch of guys you got now. Because even before England had Lampard and whatnot, it's just how you play them, the chemistry and all that. It all matters. And this time, they've got well... Because even England are not that good, but they've got decent enough players in all positions mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. a job. Mm-hmm. Just they went the easy side of the group, I mean, the table, man. You they're look cool. at Brazil. Brazil have players all over the pitch that can do a job, but something just isn't right about wherever they, where there's the tactics or whatever. So in this case, it's just uh, how they've... Done. I mean, come on, even Southgate. No one would have thought this would be happening under Southgate. So it's just that time. Belgium same, France the same. Croatia, I mean, we can't even give them those plaudits. But I mean, those three, it's just their golden generation. I think, um, yeah, I don't think it can be attributed to any one factor. Again, you've got a case of these teams are playing well, but on the other side of it, the teams that were supposed to do well didn't, which has kind of cleared the way for some of these teams. I mean, if you look at, I'd say, aside from France and maybe Belgium, would any of these teams be in this position in World Cups previous? Uh, depends. That's a bit hard because tactics have changed, style of play has changed. But I don't know. It's yeah, it's a difficult one to see because there's like um, looking back at like the 2006 World Cup, Italy. Italy weren't great up until they like, pretty much got to the semis, and then they became fantastic. In that <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then they won it. So this could just be a yeah. You could say England really haven't. Again with their set set play goals and they're just attention on tactics. They haven't been super great, but then they've got there. So and at the end of the day, they're there. So yeah, it's a, yeah. yeah I mean, we could go tell. back and forth on it all the time, but like again, you play who's in front of you, you win, you lose. You know, England getting to this point had no bearing on Spain not making it, no bearing on Germany not making it, no bearing on Argentina not making it. So, yeah, I think there's too many factors to kind of bring in there to say it's this, that or the other. Do you know um, that, actually? If England get to the final and if Belgium get to the final, England will be the first team that's ever got to the... Apart from the first ever World Cup, that have got to the final without actually playing the previous winner. <laughs> Which again, it's and it's a stick that like haters will use to beat them. It's the same as like you know, haters gone hate. But then yeah. this is another signal for it's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's adding up. But so, what do you think? Right. France, Belgium, the Henri Derby, <laughs> the Henri Derby. That's the French favorite room. Is it? Yeah, it must be very hard for Citroen. <laughs> It's, it's gonna. I, I don't think it's as hard as everybody's. Like, like you know, he he likes you know, France as his team. No, he supports France. He's from France, but I'm sure it's professional enough that. Yeah, he not is. But before before Courtois he started playing, <laughs> before he started playing um, or coaching with Belgium, mm. he was always you know he was always on TV with yeah, the no, Pogba and talking about even Mbappe and exactly talking about yeah. these guys. So now he's seeing them do what he wanted them to be doing. 
it's it mixed emotions. Be, ooh, it yeah, it's going to be mixed emotions, and <laughs> but, you know, no matter what happens, people will have something to say like I about said, it. You need to have Henri Cam. If you know France score, we see that I initial think, I, reaction. But he's damned if he doesn't, damned if he doesn't. If France score and he celebrates, oh my god, he you can't celebrate. He's, he's but gonna, if he doesn't celebrate, people are like, oh, he doesn't love his country. He's got no, no, he heart. shouldn't celebrate. No, no, he shouldn't celebrate. He can't celebrate. You just have to shake it. The thing is, I think obviously in a professional way, looking at it, it's a lot better to have that winner's medal around your neck so I think he obviously wants Belgium to win yeah, cause yeah, it, it, gives him, level, yeah. it gives him but accolades for being yeah. a, a good coach or manager in the and like I said he's he's lived in a time where he's seen his country do it he's seen them do it a couple of yeah. times so mm. it's not like this is their first ever one so yeah I don't think he's I don't think he's going to let allegiances but you know. if France knock out Belgium then I guess he'll go home and he'll celebrate winning it if they do yeah and so, you know he'll be there fully supporting France in the final but on the actual field what do you think the key battlefields will be um, obviously that midfield is going to be packed out with guys <laughs> you've got De Bruyne you've got Hazard you've got Pogba yeah. you've got Griezmann um, yeah it's going to be a jam-packed midfield Filendino of course of course there's there's no need to mention everybody knows <laughs> Fellaini will start I don't know yeah. I think he might revert back but you never know it, it's going to be one because, because as it's, it's not like um, with, uh, well against uh, Japan and Brazil you could say he was kind of taller than the rest and he had that aerial advantage but against um, France does he necessarily have that aerial advantage yeah you but got, why would you uh, play Pog, a short Pog, player Pog, no Pogba is not that sure, and then also I've seen Pogba Kante miss. Will... I've seen Pogba miss many headers, but he's you know, he's not the shortest. He's, he's not the, the shortest, but he's not the thing. But then also they've got France have got a midfield that will that will run circles around Fellaini. This guy's you're talking like, butts, you're talking like Fellaini's there by himself. <laughs> but what I'm saying you know, is, what he go on when you they'll single him out and then they will just go past him. At the same time, we're jumping ahead of ourselves. We don't know if he's going to start. Yeah, we don't know if he's going to start. But, but I, I think if it comes to midfield, I think France uh, are, do you think better should, midfield. But they've still got Dembele. Do you think he should start? I don't know. I don't know. If if you're Martinez now, would you start him? I am a bit conservative on that side. So I'll probably oh, say no. Yes, I'll probably no. say no. I'll say no. I'll bring him on. He's my impact t- type of guy. Now, when you're trying to play that Stoke tactic, yeah. No, okay. when when I think I want to disrupt your gameplay, the last 10, 20 minutes, he will do that for you. But is day. there any point in trying to disrupt the gameplay when you're one but two down, thing. or do you try and because disrupt it from the beginning? This is the, the thing. Fellaini was brought on to free up the Brian to bring on more attacks. Dennis, for me. Leading on from that, I do think the battleground, the key battleground, will be in both teams' attacks, and that will be obviously if they do bring on Fellaini, which I think they will start with. Then that allows again De Bruyne, Hazard, and um, and Lukaku up front, and they go against that France defense, which has been quite stern to be fair. But um, I just don't think they've been tested enough, so I think that could be a they, that that could be a weak point for them. And I think Brett, mm-hmm. like people mm-hmm. running at them, especially if Lukaku's on on game and he's running at people like he did against Brazil, I think they can get at these guys. Varane not really been the first choice at Madrid. No, like recently, Umtiti's uh, always got mistaken him. But so, he's big though. Yeah, he's, he's big. Yeah, he's, he's strong. He can. He but can this go up this is my Lukaku. question with with Fellaini. The guys that are going to be around him because remember he's he's deep. He's got mm-hmm. Griezmann, Mbappe. These guys are not tall, so. 
is it? Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know yeah, if it's wise yeah. to even start Fellaini. I'll probably start someone like Dembele or someone that's a bit more, you know, closer to the ground, where you know he can. Did they? Did they even take Dembele? They did. Yeah, they took Dembele. He can't. He's yeah, yeah. yeah. But my thought is, if he started against Brazil, arguably. Mm. Looked at as the best team in the tournament. Why would you not stick with that against France? Oh, I guess. Well, he has he has played very well when he's he's played. So and, you I know, guess he's yeah. sick of us. If he did it against Brazil, I don't think he's going to be looking. Like, and again, France are a great team on par with Brazil. I'd yeah. probably which, say. Which then goes back to the again the same with the attack versus defense. Mm. On the flip side, you've got Mbappe. Well, Giroud. You have which he ain't got pace, but he's got great hold-up play. Mm-hmm. Then you've got Mbappe, Griezmann, Pogba will come uh, linking as well, and they're against Vertonghen, company, and Alderweireld, which are not the fastest of defenders at all. So and they're all relatively quite old as well now. So I think with pace getting at them, I think they can be exposed as well. I don't think they've been tested as a lot as well, just like the France one. But yeah, I think so. I think it's literally whoever's got the best strike. Yeah. It's gonna like whoever controls midfield, but then whoever's got the best strike gets the ball to the attackers quicker will win the game. That's but what do you think? So you think it's gonna be a proper end-to-end game or more conservative? I think it's gonna be. You know, <laughs> if if Belgium play Fellaini, France have won. That's why it's gonna be, and it's <laughs> gonna be straight. They will bite like Kante will be running rings around Fellaini. And they will just nullify. You will, say that, but that means would, you're putting Fellaini in a more attacking role. No, it, nah, it'll be deep, but then no, Kante and Pogba will both push, will both push forward, and they'll keep the ball and they'll mm. and they'll distribute. So I think, um, yeah, they'll just be. But then that leads to the Belgium counter attacks. It does, but they got well, they get yeah, they get that, but I don't think they just they won't have a lot of the ball. I think if Belgium so don't be, try to play a high clinical. line, like you saw what happened to Argentina it's... with their slow players, if Belgium keep their defenders deep and don't allow Mbappe those runs, it's very hard because I think Belgium has a more Clinical team. The mm. brand gets a nice clean shot. It's mm-hmm. going in. So actually, yeah. f- f- uh, going back to last week's podcast, mm-hmm. you were saying that the Belgian team lacked experience. So did they, the France, the French team. They all learning, same as England. They all learning. They're learning, so they're all but, up. I in terms, but in terms of experience, yeah. most of this French team have been to the Euro final. Yeah. Been to the, they were in the last Euro final they were beaten by Portugal but they were in the final true true. so think, that's, that is a big learning curve and I think that that is I think this is also going to be part of that thing where it's going to it's in their mind and I think they know how to deal with it better so I think obviously it depends both players are, both teams are world class players so anything can yeah, happen yeah. on the day yeah. but for me I just think France will have a little bit too much and a little bit too much experience for Belgium mm. I think the last two games for Belgium have given them some of that experience whether or not it's too early for them to draw on it. Whether they can, they can, they can, they can draw on that um, is going to play a big factor. But it could be a point of yeah, it could be one of those ones where they go behind to France and they don't have enough to bring themselves back into it. Um, I think first goals are going to be crucial. I think it will be more difficult for Belgium to come back if France score first than if it was the other way around. I think uh, whoever scores first wins it. I think this is, this is not a France Argentina. Where back and forwards. I, I personally think it will be that. First goal wins it. Nope. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be goals. Back no. and forward. Goals. If if a goal comes in early, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's two things. Because you've seen it before. A goal comes in early, the other team, I think, will definitely score. The other team will definitely score. But then, whether or not they decide to shut up shop both sides, and then it becomes a very conservative game, 
Yeah. Because then you know what I mean you don't want to be leaking because right left yeah, and center. Yeah, speaking so then when they both Martin, score they just nullify Martin, each other. Martinez doesn't know how to defend so who's uh, <laughs> who's got the stronger keeper? Because that is obviously going to come it's, into it. I'll say Lloris. I'll say Lloris is the stronger keeper. Which again that could be the decider. It's that could be got, the decider. Quatrao is good, but he just looks he's got mistakes. Freak, in him, he looks freakishly. He looks like he's too tall. He's he's too like he's Six foot six. I'm talking about his height, goalkeeping, nothing else. For you guys are trying to put so. No, I said that's a weird thing to say about a keeper. I said it's a weird thing to say a keeper is too tall. Like I don't know what's going on. But we'll leave you to your own evil thoughts. Whoever's getting in there. But yeah, nah. This guy six foot six. He just seems like I don't know. If a low shot comes in, he seems like his his reactions are slow. But that's it. it. He's, great at at he's great at shot stopping when you know. Yeah, up, when but when it's, it's low, high, but when it's low, not. that could be the problem. Yeah. So yeah. So, so in terms of that, Luis, it France have the better goalkeeper, Luis. Guns your head, France or Belgium? For me, oh, that's, that's, that's very dangerous. <laughs> Let's keep it as a water pistol. No guns. Water pistol to your head. I think uh, France, as I said before, France. Oh, it's very tough. Well, I did say I want. I think France to go to the final, so I'll stick with France. I uh, yeah, for me, France are just shading it. France are just shading it. Um, but it's going to be an interesting game. Very I do hope it is enough for France Argentina. Yeah, there will be goals. I don't think either team is keeping a keeping a clean sheet. I don't think either team is keeping a clean sheet. We're not going to see a, a one nil and done. Both teams to score over two point five. This was brought to you by Manny Power. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, well, on the other side of the draw, you have England versus Croatia. Ah, man, no. <laughs> <laughs> you sure? Um, <laughs> looking at how Croatia have been playing recently, definitely, I would, I would think England can do it because Croatia look very shaky. The only thing about Croatia, I'll say, is. They have this shakiness about them, but the little quality comes out in the end. In this, like the Russia game, they they didn't play their best football, but the quality came out in penalties. Where if it went to penalties, I think they'll edge it on penalties with England. Well, well, you and never they've know. They've got better penalty takers. They're yeah. the first team since like, the 80s to do back-to-back penalty wins. Well, so they've now got yeah they've got so they know what that. they're doing as well. Someone's been Scottish. reading their Optus stats, but yeah. <laughs> but it's also giving Pickford Shout something to, to work Joel. with, though, isn't it? <laughs> it's giving Pickford some footage to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it might come down to England's mistakes. We all know that there's always, you know, England have never completely shut a team out of a game so far. There's always been chances, and whether it's the defense last ditch tackle I or Pickford coming to save it, but. We're looking at, like we say, we're looking at. Uh, you're looking at your Modric's. You're looking at your Rakitic's. You're looking at a great finisher in Mandzukic. Uh, it's not going to be as easy to to recover from those mistakes or for those mistakes not to be punished. I think if England could keep a tidy defensive unit, then they could do it. You know, I, I don't even want to put any question marks in there. I just got this fire back in me again, which is saying England are going to win like two, maybe three one or something like that. Why I say that because. When I've seen Croatia recently, they've been playing as a, it's like they don't think they're too good, but it's just. I said they've been they, cautious. I don't. I don't, I don't think even they think it's cautious for me. Yeah. For me, I just see it as they they taking a little lie down, not <laughs> fully. You know, they they've not fully come out again. They've taken the gears back down to like a two, whereas England is going on a constant three, 
yeah. Where they can yeah, still get, yeah. I mean, like we're saying with the set piece, they can still get the. So I think in this case, you'd see Croatia doing what they do, then England would just bomb forward, which is how they started the World Cup. And that's probably where we'll see Kane getting more goals or maybe even Sterling come in. Which is what I'm saying. If they can keep tight defensively, then they will mm. go forward and score. But if they make those mistakes, Croatia do have the quality of player to punish them more so than anybody else they've faced in this competition so far. Just, well, kind of going back to what you were saying before, I think defensively, England, the only issue that I have with that England defence is Kyle Walker. He does have a mistake. He, I think he has a mistake. If, if anyone's going to make a mistake, it's him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just, I don't know, he just, yeah, foot wrong. he lacks concentration or I don't know what he is, but I think that's that's where they could they could fault up. But looking at the midfield, the, England, say, the, the yeah. England midfield versus that uh, the Croatian midfield, on paper, that Croatian midfield beats them. They have that's an outstanding midfield in terms of having Luka Modric and Rakitic as, a, as the holdings. Then Kramaric, uh, Perisic. That is that's an amazing midfield. That yeah. could yeah. that no wonder why they why they are in the semi-finals. They've got they've got a good base which can dominate games. So the question is. What do England do to combat that? Is it more of the same or do changes need to be made tactically? For, for me, for this game, the person that has let me down, that, yeah, that has let me down, I know we scored in the last game, but Dele Alli has let me down in this in this uh, World Cup. I don't think he's been up to scratch, but I don't know if that is his injury that he had and it's not allowing him to play freely and do what he normally does. It seems to have affected him in every game. There's always yeah. been a point in every game where he's had to pull up and kind of stretch himself out or whatever. So then, in that sense, I think some sort of change is needed. I don't know whether you try to nullify the Croatia uh, threat of them holding the ball and keeping it by playing, well, every, well, nobody seems to like him at the moment, but Eric Dyer or Fabian Delft as that extra guy in midfield. I was, do, I was actually going to say that. Do you or, play Dyer do you go, or, or do you play um, Loftus-Cheek and just do the same tactics and go straight, like, this, have him do the This is the question. Way. Like you said, this is a probably the hardest team they're going to face so far. And how I see it is how Rakitic and Modric play, they will, they will run circles around Henderson. Yeah. yeah. So, so, does he, so, so, does he so support? I would think, but then it, it changes your game. This is the problem. That's the problem. It does it upset the balance? It's very difficult because personally, I would want to bring on Dyer or Delph, but I would stick to my game plan and then see how things are going. So you would, so you start with Ali again? I would. I'd probably start with Ali, but he'd be my first choice for a substitution if things aren't going the way they need to be. Or Lingard. Or Lingard, but I I'd think Lingard does Link, it, it just offers a little bit more than tiny Ali. Tiny bit at the more moment. than Ali, yeah. So I would and like I say, Ali, Ali 100%. Okay, if we were going to tactics, what besides that, is that the only change you'll make? That would be, yeah, yeah that's the yeah, only, that's that's only, only change, change I'd make. Take, take off Ali. I'd have Ali off, and then it would either be Loftus Cheat or the, the way, yeah, thinking about it, I think I would play Delph and let him help Henderson. So then what would be your formation? So, so you literally just have one. It'd be kind of well. It'd, no, be, it'd be the same, but I think because then you have in, so in the five in midfield, you've obviously got Young and Trippier going bumming for yeah. up and down. Mm-hmm. Then you've got I move Lingard to being just behind Sterling and Kane, mm-hmm. and then you have got Henderson and uh, yeah, like a triangle, uh, both sitting sitting yeah. back. That's that's what I would do in that to switch that up. 
And then the later on in the game goes, then you can bring on Ali or you bring on Lost the Cheat. Then later and when they get tired to play those balls in between. And that's, yeah. Also, you do need to. Croatia played two, two uh, 120 minute games. Gone to penalties in both games. So yeah, yeah, That's yeah, also yeah. something you've got to yeah. think about. They will tire. I think if Dyer and Henderson play, England's game probably becomes more long ball. Because Dyer or Henderson, they're not going to be as adept at that. Uh, intricate passing as Ali and Lingard have been um, the reason you're playing the two of them there is to keep Croatia at bay so they're not going to bomb forward as much so you're going to have to be uh, relying on Henderson's Pogba-esque passing, passing <laughs> a lot more <laughs> and uh, it leaves I think there's uh, there's a danger that it leaves Sterling and Kane with not much service especially not much service to feet I don't assume we know they can do the balls over but we I was going to that say that before defeat. because um, in the previous games, England, like I said um, in the last podcast, Kane has not really had much of the ball. In the last game, mm-hmm. similarly, mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. he gets the ball a few times, but most of the game he hasn't got it. So if you do change the formation now, that will affect it even more because as it stands mm-hmm. out, they have the most sort of, they'll get the most attacking play out of that formation. But if they switch it to like the team I just said before, then mm-hmm. Kane has to stay more forward because we all know Sterling will drop deep anyway. And create create space for others to run in behind, which will be obviously Lingard. And but then Lingard would also run the other way to create space. So Kane has to stay up top and be that focal point. So he has to try and win every head of. But I do I think, think Southgate has, and while Sterling does love to drop deep, I did notice in the Sweden game, especially Kane was the one doing a bit more dropping deep because obviously so that's why Sterling, Sterling was allowed has to speed. Sterling has that speed to get onto those balls. So. Um, I mean, what we got Lovren and Vida as the uh, as the as the central the, as the central defenders. I mean, I fancy Kane's chances against the the two of them. Um, well, if it's the Lovren's been all right in this Lovren's been in, in, right. in this World Cup, he's actually been all right. But I just hope it's the Liverpool Lovren that time. <laughs> <laughs> if, it's, if it's that one, then the <laughs> Kane's got he's got it easy again. To be honest, yeah, I think maybe the more I think about it, the more I think maybe you don't change anything. Like the the whole thing about them getting tired is a very good point, but then it's either there's no point in them being tired and they're two nil up because then yeah, they no, just won't run. It's, do you respect? Do you play your own game or do you go with caution? Because this is a this could be a once in a lifetime what, thing for these guys. Do you go? Do you go all out and play your normal thing? Or when it comes to managers, caution? what do you respect? Playing your Me, own I, thing. I prefer to. I do like the managers that go and play their own thing. Exactly, so in this case, like we said with Belgium, um, Fellaini come on, De Bruyne moved up, same formation, but, you know, it kept it um, the way they wanted it, but they've got the players in different positions. So English shouldn't change anything too much. They should stick to the formation, maybe change players here and there, but if you bring on a player like Dial, you're changing the whole setup. And that causes another problem, which again, the whole thing about England's not really being tested yet obviously mm-hmm. Belgium were so they had to try something new and it worked maybe if they didn't really try something had, that's what I, I was mean, Fellaini, I mean but it's the same position yeah, in, that's t- the in thing. terms of personnel maybe mm-hmm. if England had been a little more challenged a little bit earlier on yeah. he would have tried Dyer and Henderson at 60 minutes 60 but he, minutes he's done that he would know he has done that in the later like yeah, trying to see out to, a game, exactly. trying to see out a game, not chasing a game. Yeah, so, so uh, as it stands, goals. if as a manager he's seen what that can do, so he can decide, I want to hold the game. 
till this minute and then change back to what we're oh, used yeah, to yeah, or yeah, start yeah. for what we're used to and then see what happens Actually. I think you should just stick to it that's what the players know in this case I don't know I, I assume Croatia have not been the best at all so yeah. and also I think they will take it, better chances with them when they get tired like it's not a case of yeah like say Dyer isn't the only one that can come on when Croatia get tired like say you do have Delph who can go forward a little bit or you do have Loftus-Cheek who can provide more attacking impetus so maybe you do start off and then Dyer comes on if they're winning just you know South, Southgate has impressed me this uh, with his, what he's done but it just needs yeah, to be make yeah. sure that he's adaptive and he, does, he doesn't and they haven't had to adapt yeah that's the thing he's not, had, not, had not really to, had so. to but it just needs to make sure that if he doesn't see something's working just make it like don't maybe it could just be like switching people around on the pitch first and then if it's don't not working again through. then yeah, yeah don't just try to keep something there and keep it working like I think he kind of has done that with Ali he has kept him just there and just hoping you know what it's going to work yes he scored but I think somebody else could have had a better impact into quite a few yeah. things so he needs to just but we've only mentioned what Loftus-Cheek and even then but that's it even while Ali hasn't been good he hasn't been bad so there's been no again there's been no need for him to try anything else um, hopefully you know a bit of a rest a bit of relaxation uh, Croatia feeling more tired than England are we can see a little something with it but yeah I think probably sticking with that same yeah. 11 is the it, best thing for the, the opening the thing is even with the players we mentioned that haven't done as much being Lingon and Ali they're the ones that made that that little create cross by Mm. Lingard made that they have that so, the Lingard goal so it's, it, it, that's the thing they haven't actually done anything wrong they're just not it doesn't seem like they're doing a lot so someone would argue Sterling should come off and play Vardy so when you do get a chance like that it's gone but yes, then some people will say take Kane off and put Vardy no one will say that <laughs> <laughs> no one, will no say one that. would dare say that bro that's a lynching in the street I swear <laughs> <down>. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, nah, in terms so what, of, what, what do you think? So water pistol to your head. <laughs> I think it's gonna it's gonna be a tight game. I think it's gonna be something like probably a one-one, and then go to extra time. And I think the tightness will get the best of Croatia, so England will probably do a two-one win in extra time. I personally, I think England will win in full time. They'll win maybe by one goal, so two-one. I think Croatia would get a goal back, so two-one or three-one. This may be an optimistic anyway. It'll be the standard, yeah, England 1-0 up, then it'll go 1-0, then England will probably get the 2-1. It'll be 1-0 at some point, or England. <laughs> Wait, 90 minutes? <laughs> you think it'll go to extra time? I think it could go to extra time. I think it could go to extra time, because as well, you know, England have a tendency to let the goals in late on in the game. Um, aside from uh, the Tunisia game, the goals have come late on. Um, even the, the 6-1 versus Panama, the goal came kind of late on so uh, again if a goal does come from Croatia it will be later in the game which increases the odds of extra time but I do think England will take it it's coming on ok let me just go back to one of the points one oh. of the points was um, Modric and Rakitic mm-hmm. one of the problems England had from the Sweden Swedish game was the random shots that were taken from outside the box Pickford didn't like that if mm-hmm. this game is to be won this will be a problem where Someone like Modric on his day or Rakitic can take a it? neat shot. Modric should have already done it against Argentina. But that's what I'm saying. This, this is the only like thing that, they have to like make that. sure those spaces are closed because that was the problem they had in the Swedish game. But this is so where the quality control, of Croatia... Control, control of the game mm. is important here because the, if Croatia keep the ball, 
they're just gonna push England. So we'll back. see. We'll see. We'll see. And what, then when there's no spaces to put anything through, we'll see what Southgate does because it will show. If he does bring on Eric Dyer or Delph or start them, then he knows that's definitely gonna be a big because if that was a problem with Sweden, Croatia would definitely be it. But that's been one of my only problems with England. When it's nil nil, they close down those spaces. They run out to meet the players. When they're in the lead, they they're better. They they prefer to sit back. And what that seems how it seems to me. Yeah, at nil nil, they will close down those spaces. They will press them hard. When it's a lead, doesn't matter when in the game it is. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be near the end or whatever. They do seem like they're more content to. All right, let's pack it out in the box and make sure we make those clearances. Apart from the uh, England-Belgium game, England, well, they haven't really gone behind in any other game. I know the Belgian game was just a testimonial, basically. But Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. If England are to go behind, do you think they've got the know-how to get back? Yes. Um, again, it will come down to forcing set pieces. Yeah. Drawing fouls, uh, forcing saves for corners. Um Again, we talk again. This is where we say that the set piece play is a positive. Um, maybe if the set piece plays weren't so on point, I'd say mm, they're not doing great at finishing their chances. It could be one of those, but it could be the standard England thing 1 0 down, too late, making a push. But I think if they go down, they start pressing harder, they draw the fouls, and they force the corners, and something happens. Uh, I, yeah, I don't think it's impossible for them to come back. That's a good, good, good statement to make because I think it would be really hard. Looking at that team, like it's, it's Croatia, so this is the thing. Like I said, they've just all they've 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 relaxed themselves, but they've got the quality to do more. So if they do take the lead, I can see them shutting up and then going on the counter and getting another. But no, I don't think that will happen. I don't. I think England will score first. Whatever happens, that's just my belief. It's coming home. I've said it three times now. <laughs> Uh, on that note then it's coming on we've all said England will be in the final we said I said England France so you said England France I said England France England France we've all said England France none of you thought Belgium Belgium I've said France because I've said France already but Belgium experience experience Mm, but then okay so England France final who wins it he brings home the Jules Rimet I'll repeat it just one more time. It's coming home. Um, England will not get. I don't. I don't see how it's possible. Obviously, because France would be a better team if we're sticking with those teams on paper. But they're not getting to that final and letting it go. No way. Them man them from Manchester, from Liverpool. Nah, they're all doing it for the people here. France went to the final in the Euros. Yeah, it'll be, they're gonna have to just sit it out again. Go home and try and come back. I don't think they're feeling the pressure of the nation as teams before them have. Any team before this <laughs> getting yeah, any England team before this get into a final, they're crumbling. There was they're crumbling. Very low even in the in, even in the group stages was like, <laughs> I know, but, but, that's what I'm no, but there was if the golden very, generation got to a final, they're crumbling under the pressure there was, the expectation of the nation. There was very low expectation of but that's this, what I'm saying. Exactly. No, no but obviously expectations no have risen now, but it's so, still not that menacing expectation that well, England puts out every every competition. The expectation Come on. is toxic. How, how many competitions have been in before it starts? Oh, England could do it, yeah. and it's very annoying. Say, it's tox- It's it's always been a very very toxic expectation. Yeah, it's not an expectation as in I believe we're good enough to win. It's the expectation of you better not lose. We're England. That's what the expectation's always been. Now there's an expectation there that they can do it, 
but not that they should do it. Like I say, years gone past, it's like you should be doing it. Now it's like if you do it, that's great. I think I think so, they're, they're trying to. This is the only thing that had a little problem. The, the, it's coming on. It's creating a buzz, but it it's bringing back that we're bringing. You know, there's no way we're we're, we're not gonna lose. You know what I mean? But it should have, never, every other team or country seems to do it. Like yeah, we've won. We can win the next one. Whereas in England, from that win. Hey, look at the trajectory. It's a, lot, a lot of that it's coming home has been a joke, though. It's not been just a joke. We say it's you, coming no, home. No, maybe it's just, just turned sour, though. It just, if uh, it turns sour. It just been, so some it's of just us, been growing and growing and growing. It's not... No, I, I think when people look to certain things, oh, we're coming through the groups, oh, we scored this many goals, it's like... Okay, let's England put, came through a group stage that had Tunisia and uh, Panama. And then what happened? What was the talk about Panama? It was maybe one person had to come in and say, remember, it's Panama. But the, every pundit was going on like they beat them. Look at the scoreline. It's not been done in the World Cup. England have not scored five goals since ever. <laughs> you know, so it started bringing that back. And that's the only thing. So as far as I keep it as we try and beat the next team, we can do it. Not, we're doing it. Because yeah, yeah. That, not that we're we doing should it attitude, be doing it. It kills everything. Because oh, if England win this World Cup, that talks right back for the Euros. For the Euros, the World Cup. Oh, we've done it before. We can do it. No, 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 no. no. It's not. We've done it before. We do it again. It's you've done it before. You better do it. No, no. But regardless, if they win on whatever. The Euros, they have to be now one of the favourites. They have to go for it. They can't go on this. Exactly. They can't go on it this. Doesn't it doesn't they have to go for it. But again, anything less than semis or final in the yeah, Euros. But the then Euros, they're they're to well, okay, them. then the question is, where's the last time England won the World Cup? Or Euros? They've never won the Euros. So why 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 this attitude? Oh, wait, we're going to no, win. No, because, exactly. no, no, because, no, because, so because, because of where, because where they come now, they have to get not, to the not, not now. I mean, before this group, it's always been like that. Yeah. You've got, got, we've oh, we've got Lampard. No, no, we've got Gerrard. It's like, come on. These other teams don't have Ronaldo, Rivaldo. They don't exist. You know what I mean? It's the fault of what their Premier League is. The Premier League is probably meant to be the best league yeah, in the world. Yeah, but most of the people so we used to like in the Premier League, lot, yeah, lot we're from players. other countries. Like, are the best player always from but other countries. But that's the point. When England, in the 2000s, when the Premier League genuinely was the best league in the world, they weren't playing the best players in that England team. That was their best chance to win it. If they put together the right players, you okay. know, playing Paul's goal, playing Michael Carrick, playing the guys that should have been in there or whatever, they didn't. And they, they fucked it up. That was their time. Now... There should be no, yeah. There should be no expectation. There should be no expectation because, but, and again, I don't think there is. I don't think there is, and I think I think no matter what happens, I don't think the country will turn against them. Um, yeah, not now. They can't. Not now. Okay, they can't. But if they do win it, next competition. <laughs> yeah, they got. Well, turn this. I think they've Actually, got. Actually, wait. They've got you didn't, you didn't answer your own question. Did you hey, say? Now, for me, right. My heart wants to. But I want to be uh, at this time on Sunday. I want to be drunk celebrating. So you know what I'm mean? last trying to celebrate the, the the African second string team. Yeah, my <laughs> <laughs> I've been okay. hearing that in barbershops all over. They're carrying. <laughs> is it even? St- uh, no, no, because they they pretty much be Afri- African. I just I want England, I, yeah. I want England. I just I want England to win just because I want to party, but. That's what my heart is saying. What my head is actually saying: France are going to win it. Yeah, it's the same. Like, no, no, in, 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 I, I feel France are the better team. But England play France. I'm thinking, you know, our guys done. can do it. And I just think, yeah, I think France will just have too much in the World Cup. No matter who it's against, 
in the final, I think France will they'll, what? Go, they'll, okay. go, they'll go past Belgium and then they'll beat whoever's in the But final. that's ruling out something crucial. What if Belgium win? Because they're that good. They I mean, they win. could do. But who would win in a Belgium, a Belgium England? Belgium England. I think England again. I think, it's, I think Belgium. I think England. I think England could do better against Belgium than they could do against France. I don't know why, but I just. I, I think I them. Yeah, again. Well, the, even Bel- with the, the Belgium mm, defenders. Second string. The, Be- the Belgium. <laughs> they are the second string. With the Belgium yeah. defenders not having real legs, I think they get at the the Belgium defense better. Where, mm-hmm. The French mm-hmm. defense. Mm-hmm. They are, they're younger. Mm-hmm. They have. They do have legs, so they can. I think they'll hold. Nah. I think. I think they, they do, but I think they've they, got they would struggle. I think France would struggle on higher balls going in. I don't think like Varane is not great at. I know he scored the set piece, but I don't think he's good at. Defending. Yeah, but that wasn't out jumping anyone. That yeah. was running in yeah. and, and just moving. But yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah, think he's yeah, good yeah. at defending. So <laughs> I, I don't. Well, defending set pieces. Put it down like that. I don't so, think he's a good defender. <laughs> so yeah. So in in that sense, I do think England have a better chance of aerial plays, but I just think France will be too smart for them. Pogba will smash running from far. Play no, it, play at the tournament. They'll just do it. Next. That's the thing as well. This is nothing. I think if they're playing England, this is where Pogba will do. And I won't say names. I'm not bringing Neymar's name. He'll do too much. He, exactly. He would think, oh, it's England. I could do it. To be honest, Let me be. Final, it'll team. be one of them games where I think you say, I want to be the hero. The guy, yeah. And then ah, he's, he, he's not. He's not being. No, he's not being that he's the final. He's doing it. it doesn't matter. Nah, if they're playing England or Croatia. Remember, Pogba is going to be the next. Look, CR7 like on Pog, that world class level now Mbappe seems to be taking it so he has to make sure I'm there PP6 trust me you'll be thingy he'll take that pop shot instead of it going to Z it's going top corner just watch yeah relax man what, what's Harry Kane doing let's say yeah. you're optimistic stuff for the England team Harry Kane <laughs> talking so much smack no, for no, France relax if, if England win it I'll tell you who's going to score the winner isn't it Sterling He's doing it for win rush yeah man Sterling He's gonna do it. He's doing it for the. the Get deployed the next day. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! He's not being allowed back in the country. Heard your passport, mate. <laughs> Thanks. Now on your bike. <laughs> no, but it, w- it would be br- brilliant if they won it. It'd be yeah. It'd be well, at least even if they, they got it. to the final, it'd be good because I mean, no one expect- expected them to get this far. So, yeah. be Croatia. That's a big feat in itself. Get to the final. It's just a buzz anyway in the yeah. country. Yeah. Okay, and on that note, we're at full time. Thank you for joining us. I've been Marvin. I'm MK. Ben No Filter. You're listening to the Border Hill Podcast. We'll catch you next week. Peace. Until next time. Later. It's coming up.